0: We got all kinds of Thursday night football, but we're not watching the NFL. We're watching our Mountaineers until Mister Brown takes the TV over and watches his Braves fight for survival. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Canadian Biggie. Oh, you jumping? And Mister Brown. Oh, why are we jumping? It's because we're sitting. In unusual positions. That's okay. I don't know if that's the way I should have phrased
1: I, that. I like when uh, Biggie's fired up, so maybe that's a sign of things to come. Let's go
0: Mountaineers! So yeah, we're watching uh, the the Dana Bowl. It's uh, not looking good. We we had a nice drive to start out, but then uh, gave up a kick six, and they're they're right back in the well, not
2: a kick six. See the funny ironic Chin-off thing. About that is how you just talked about how you liked their special teams this year, and then they give a kickoff return touchdown.
1: I jinxed it.
0: Damn it. But, uh, I, you know. Hey, we- to
1: be fair, though, they've already won as many games as I thought they were going to win for the whole season right now. So anything else is gravy at this point. Yeah, we
0: were not circling
1: these dates
0: and saying, Man, I can't wait to do the show on this night right, because right. the Mountaineers are on Thursday night. Like no, we we anticipated not carrying at all at this point. So right. this is a
2: win. Right. Well, this is one game coming into the season I looked at And I was very disappointed this game's in Houston because next year, Dana's probably not in Houston. I want a Dana Thursday night back in Morgantown. Sell out. It would have been awesome. Do
0: you think Dana would really be booed, though? Like, I mean, he's going to be booed because he's not on the same team anymore, but it's not going to be... They would have given him uh, a good Mountaineer welcome for what he said after you.
1: I mean, I really, honestly, where I'm at as a Mountaineer fan, I really don't give a shit about Dana. Right. I, I don't think people have any ill will or uh, he's not as he's not as polarizing as like a Rich Rod or whatever. Yeah, right. Clearly. Yeah.
0: Like if Rich Rod but, would have came in with Michigan after he left, you know. Oh, God. he wouldn't. Would there's a reason why they never did.
2: He wouldn't have made it out of the. I, I don't. Think, he'd think he needed the Secret Service to protect his ass. <laughs> See, like, I love Dana when he came in because. He made himself one of us. He did the river dip and all that stuff. I just didn't like when he, he left. got a like race it at the casino
1: and cross land, Yes, he
3: Yes, he was a true
2: mountaineer. freaking pissing <laughs> moonshine. And then he uh, leaves and he kind of crapped oh, on wow. West Virginia as a whole. You could, that, you, is that you a here. boy? Is that That's Fox? I didn't like. Foxy baby with a big catch down the middle. Preston Fox
0: walk on from
2: Martinsburg, West Virginia. How
0: bad are you, though, when it's like the uh, – Third game of the season, and you give a full scholarship to a walk on freshman, and then like two other receivers quit because that guy's now ahead of you on the depth chart. That's our that's our wide receiver depth.
2: I mean, at the end of the day, he well, earned it, right? What do you he did? he did.
0: I'm just saying that nobody else is earning shit. That's how bad they are at receiver. <sighs> Chad,
2: yeah. how many times this year do we throw the ball on average in a game? Maybe 15, 18? That's been... We don't need wide receiver depth. That's, it. <laughs> yeah.
1: you're yeah. right. Yeah, we need like two guys. Just put some linemen out there. We need there. a guy on each side and, uh, yeah, a lineman for tight end. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll make some new
0: formations. Yeah, we're not running shit. anyway. We're not passing anyway.
1: Hey, hey, as long as
0: it win, it's a win, that's, that's all that matters. But we, we do have the NFL game as well tonight, which is the Chiefs at home against the Broncos. And Mr. Brown, you and I were talking about this earlier. Is, maybe we'll ask you because you weren't privy to this conversation is this game, I think it has one of two outcomes. This is the Chiefs finally getting it right, covering this double-digit spread and just looking like the Super Bowl contender we all think they are. And it's also the Broncos fully committing to fire cell mode because they're not even in this game. Or does somehow Kansas City continue to come out and fall flat and we're going to walk away from this game having more questions about the Chiefs?
2: Well, the, the Broncos have been absolutely embarrassed you know, three of the last four weeks. Their one win was a nice comeback against the Bears late. Short week, on the road, early enough in the season the guys are still fighting for where they are and pride and all that kind of stuff. But the Chiefs have beat them 15 straight times. His dominance started way before Mahomes was there. I'm on the opposite well, side. 11 and I since Mahomes. I like the Chiefs to make their first statement win of the season. Like you just said, they've been kind of squeaking by I think they stomped the
1: Broncos well, tonight. We all picked at ten and a half and then I saw it jumped up to eleven last night. So time that you know what there. that
0: means. That means everyone was saying, Yeah, give me that ten and a half. I'll but to me it wasn't worldwide. that easy at ten and a half. I know, but you know, not everybody is ranked in the top twenty five on NFL pick. Worldwide, right? Worldwide. Worldwide. We have prestige worldwide. worldwide. Uh the, how does it feel, man?
2: What happened? Did we score? Almost. Wow. Oh. CJ Donaldson has turned back into a tight end tonight with those hands. Looking good down the sideline, neck to the end zone. <laughs> Near the end zone.
0: He's doing that thing where he blacks out again. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> <James> <laughs> what Carville? just happened? James Carville. I have no rebuttal. I <laughs> uh, stepped out of the five. Uh so going back to the NFL conversation here, I gotta ask. We we saw the big hype game last week, the Cowboys and the 49ers, and I think all of us picked the Niners to cover that game. I
1: believe so. Man, I, 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 is it the Niners and everybody else? Yeah, well, I, I think it is. I mean, the Chiefs find a way to win. No, sorry, the Eagles find a way to win. But the, the Niners are doing it the most convincing way throughout the league. And the fact that Randy Gregory, I believe, just signed with the
3: Oh, uh, I saw that.
1: The Niners, to yeah. me, adding that depth to, to that defense already, they're, they're clear favorite. And like Even if they match up with the Eagles in the NFC Championship, I think the Niners would be favored by at least six. I mean, I don't disagree with any of that. I really don't.
0: I mean, we were watching that game. And I, I want to have a Brock Purdy conversation. And I know everybody has been doing that lately. But I feel like I've been saying for a few weeks, I feel like Brock Purdy's that guy. But when you watch him and you can make all the excuses in the world for having all the help around him. But,
2: man, it just fits. Here's the thing about Brock Purdy. You want to know why he's succeeding? He does have a ton of talent around him. But what happens to, like I got Justin Fields on my fantasy team. When you play at Ohio State and you have all the top wide receivers, you don't have to throw guys open. You're throwing the best talent. Same thing happens to Alabama. We always talk about the big school quarterbacks. What happens? Brock Purdy played at Iowa State. He's had to throw guys open his entire career, right? Well, he gets to the Niners. Good scheme. Good players. He's a good quarterback. How – it's – like these guys that fall to the fifth, six. He ended up being the last pick. If he was a fifth round pick, would
1: we be making such a big deal about it? Here's the thing, though. So you have Brock Purdy. Yes, he's a good quarterback. He's in a, the best possible situation he could be in. Yeah, everyone's in for, for Mr. Yep. Sure. But like, who's to say that? Like, I'm just like because I saw this on a Football Group a ton. Like, you throw a Mac Jones or someone else into San Francisco, and what do they do with? No pressure on their shoulders because you're not asked to lead a franchise. You're just asking not to turn the ball over. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like uh, the the NFL version of
0: Ken Dorsey on those hurricane teams in the early 2000s. Right. But that being well, said, like, he still
1: is out there making no, all the He's throws. doing his thing. Like, he's not turning the ball over. He's putting him in a situation to win ball games. Never, he knows the playbook. He's very established. You know how many games he's lost? Zero that he's finished as a starter. He's
0: never lost a game as a starter. In the regular season, he's got the one against the Eagles that he got knocked out of in the first quarter. That's his only loss in his entire NFL career.
2: Well, to what you just said, Mac Jones was the guy people thought they were going to take in the draft because he fit Shanahan's system. Shanahan wants a guy like pretty. Hits the back foot, throws the ball. I just think it's it's a really, really good fit.
1: Here's a better situation. So... You switch him and Russ Wilson. What is it? What does Purdy do in Denver?
3: Oh, I don't think oh, anybody's doing much in no, Denver. No. That's what I'm saying.
1: The scenario also helps yeah. your hype. Yeah. It's it does. So I guess well, you're, you're
2: right. He's in the he came into the absolute perfect position. you
1: can't I mean, and I'm not trying to penalize him when I'm gonna say this, no. but you can't penalize him for it falling in his lap, but he's absolutely taken advantage of the situation right. and he's ran with it, and he's the uncontended starter there. And Probably, you know, Pro Bowl for whatever flag football game they play playing out. Mac yeah. Jones was a Pro
0: Bowler. Just yeah. remember, kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had this conversation with someone. They were talking about, like, well, well, the quarterback doesn't win the game. It's a team win. And I get all that. But that being said, if you're going to like football reference – you can look up quarterback records. It's going to tell you what their record is as a starter because it does matter. Like that is. And a-
1: salaries will tell you differently that quarterbacks win and lose games. Yeah, they absolutely. Do. Uh, so I mean, I guess my
0: question is with Brock, where do you put him at in the quarterbacks? Is he
1: top 10? Is he top five? Like where where do you at? I'd put him at top ten right now. Top ten without looking. Just Yeah, but I, I mean I think he's near the top of top ten just because he's so efficient. Like, like seven
0: to ten or he's
1: not a gunslinger. He's not a guy I, I would feel comfortable like saying oh, I was two minute drive, go win this game type player. I'm not saying that because he hasn't done it enough. No. But as a just overall quarterback, when you put it all together, I would put him right around ten. What about you, Biggie? Ten
2: would be the highest I'd put him. Right at 10, maybe. I can think of 9, 10, 11 guys that I think are just better and would excel in that system. But the fact that he is right there and it's not an argument is a testament to how well he's taken right. with the opportunities he's got. Who would
1: have thought Mr. Ray relevant to this stage to where he's in that conversation? And, and I know what we're
0: talking about with the
1: system. And, and I, I
0: guess the thing that stands out to me is you can say he's got all the help around him, all the talent, or it's the system. But when you watch him, does he not have complete command of the offense?
1: He does, and complete composure. Like, there's no moment that's too big for him. I feel like the game slows down around him. You speak of composure. What I'm waiting for is to see whether that happens in the regular season or the
2: playoffs. He hasn't really had to have that fourth-quarter drive yet. I want to see what he does in that
1: situation. have they even trailed that, this that would, year? That would be his moment, though. I need to yeah. see that moment. If you told
0: me they haven't even trailed yeah, this year, I believe They're always so you. far ahead. Well,
1: here's my thing, like, and you kind of brought – I mean, we touched on it, but, like, you have a quarterback, like a Breeze, like a Brady, a Manning, whoever, right, just a gunslinger. You have a guy who you have to go on a two-minute drill and there's a minute left or whatever – you feel comfortable with the ball left. You're going to drive down the field and get the score. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like that with Purdy yet because he's just so new. But I bet you don't
0: feel uncomfortable with it. No. You know,
1: you, you're okay, but you're just not ready to because sign I, off I, f- I figure one of those two-minute drill plays is going to be like a double reverse to Debo for 30-yard rush. Right. It could be. It could
3: be. <laughs>
0: So like the comparison that some people want to make is like Montana, even Brady, like just these guys that didn't have to be all world passers every year, but just knew how to work within the game. And the thing about Brady is even early in his career, he was renowned for being able to come back, right? Like you never, he got famous because he shined brightest in the biggest moments. Purdy just, and look, we don't even have a full season's body of work yet. So like we all got to pump the brakes here. But, man, I'm excited for what it is. And the Niners are reinventing what good NFL football looks like right now because, to me, they are definitely Tier 1. And then there's not a Tier 2, but then there's a Tier 3 with everybody else. And I'm even including the Chiefs and teams right. like that right and now. And I
1: love it because it's not this traditional we've seen the last 10 years where your quarterback needs to put up 3 three fifty through the air and running backs are discredited. Yep. The Niners do the opposite of that. They they have the ground and pound, they manage the clock, their defense does its thing, and they're going to come out on top by imposing their will that way. They don't need a gunslinger because everything else works right.
2: Is CMC the MVP? If he stays healthy. We talked about this maybe off air last week. I think that he can be the first non-quarterback to win an NFL MVP since AP did it in, like, what, 2011, 2012?
1: I think, I mean, he's right up there. It's hard for me to say a non-quarterback because we're so used to the quarterback game. But, like I just said, they're changing the game in San Fran. And if he stays healthy, I am actually shocked that the Niners are using him as much as they are because they're a team of history that relies on two or three backs to keep them all fresh and just keep the chains moving. I'm actually shocked with McCaffrey being in that age where when does it fall off? And they're still riding, riding him down, you know, as much as they can. The Niners have it,
0: been injury bitten in the backfield. Yeah. They're not the Ravens, but they're they're probably one of the more prominent teams. I'm just shocked
1: with them being as good as they are and the leads that they've had. That they haven't given the ball more to their backups to keep him fresher down the stretch.
0: Hmm.
1: So I'm worried about that.
0: I mean, they still got other other backs that are really good, though. I mean, it's not going to be CMC,
1: but that's I'm saying when you're in control of a game, why not pull him a little bit because you know, he has a history in the last five years of getting hurt. All right, you're right. So yeah. that that worries me. I don't know. I mean, I, but he's just, a
0: freak of nature. I, I've thought the same thing. Like in week two, when, like Elijah Mitchell got like one carry, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like that's not a bad back to go to, right? But you're gonna you're gonna run We'd your for a lot of teams. It's a longer season now too. Yeah, you know, maybe that's how he's getting acclimated. I don't know. Uh, any other just. Takeaways so far, I, I, I know we, we got our NFL uh, Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks oh. that we'll do with the other show, but just NFL in general before we jump off of it. Mongo should be joining us here soon. I think he updated his ETA that he might be here within the next, you know, 20 minutes even.
2: Just to put a cap on the uh, run CMC, he's got 99 carries on the season. The next three guys behind him are Mason with 16 carries, Debo with 16 carries, <laughs> and Elijah Mitchell with 16 carries. So,
0: yeah, that's a that's a big clear. All of them combined. No, clear, a clear bell and Sam Francisco don't knew that. And yeah. he's not known as a bell cow. He's
1: known of a, known as a guy that gets the ball a lot, but not that many with carries. We got Niners fans in the audience, they're listening closely. Mm. Niners fans. <laughs> yeah. They come as soon as they do this, they're coming out of the woodwork from everywhere. Hey, you know what? They
0: they had a couple of those rough years. I know what it's like to come out of the woodwork. <laughs> uh, so hey, are you are you feeling like the Bengals might have righted the ship or is uh is no. that is that too no, often? not at all. I need no, another, week no, need no. another week to see it. Another week to
1: see it. I don't like your Bengals at all, man. I compare this to the uh, downfall of the Rams last year. They've been terrible, but I-, I thought that they finally had a game where they looked like a,
0: a semblance of the team the year before. But uh, Well, they
2: beat a team that the Niners beat by the same score of the week before that was competitive the first three weeks of the season and now has drastically fallen off.
1: Yeah,
0: so I uh, don't take too much from it. I get it. But the fact that I saw Joey Burrow – Scrambling and rolling out of the pocket, running for first downs. He looked downs. healthy.
2: Your offense looked healthy, and they—they they were saying
0: thing. Jamar Chase doesn't have a touchdown all year. He racks up three in one game. Uh You know, I'm—I'm I'm a little optimistic.
1: Here's the thing: we're though. not there yet. But the lucky thing for you is that division's wide open. It is. I—I
0: so. I really needed the Ravens to lose, and somehow the
1: Steelers who. Snatched victory from the jaws of defeat three different times right. in that
0: game. That was
1: ah oh. I'm telling you, like the Steelers, they still find a way and give the credit to Mike Tomlin because they still find a way to scratch and claw and, and get the wins they shouldn't get. But to me, that division is wide open. So that's the only thing that's leaving it open for the Bengals. Dude, the
0: Steelers are like the uh like the bizarro Superman version of they the Raiders. Are. You know, yeah, like they're they're not great. But they're gonna win games they shouldn't
1: instead of just, you know, being And terrible. the Browns defense is much improved, so I'm telling you, watch out for the Browns down the stretch is my well, opinion. The Browns is where I was gonna go because Deshaun
2: Watson Watson was ruled healthy enough to play in the last game and he chose to sit because he said his shoulder hurt too much they're right now. They're they took. A,
1: they took a little too much hair from the waxed butthole.
2: They they played a Niners this week, and the spread was at five. and went to five and a half. The reason it's there is because they think he's playing. He hasn't been declared in yet. So that defense is dominant. They won twenty seven to three. They looked great. Division's wide open. What are you getting with Watson? Any any of the four teams in there wins that division at this point? Seeing what we've seen through five games, right. you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's up for grabs. It's
1: there for the taking, Chad. Just go get it. Uh, what What about the the Bills laying an
0: egg after <sighs> after getting a huge win? Because we all love the Dolphins. Do the Dolphins have the best offense in the NFL? Arguably,
3: yeah. They're uh, in one the, of the three best in the
0: conversation, right? So they go up to Buffalo. Buffalo takes care of business, and then Biggie, you predicted it very eloquently because
1: Jacksonville stayed in Europe on a. He different said it, didn't he? He did, and they stayed there all week, and then the Bills came in and they, like. We did 8 hours before game time. Yeah. 54 hours before game yeah.
2: time. We we did this last week on Lone Wolf to Jags for those two reasons. The Bills got really up for Miami, then they had to take the trip across the pond. The Jags had already been there for a week. It's their you know, de facto second home, there was bound to be a bit of a letdown. If you watch that game, the Bills got going late in the third and in the fourth, which is all about noon, you know, when most games start, not 9.30 in right, the morning. Right,
1: right. So I would expect the
2: Bills, so, that's an outlier for them.
1: Does Trevor Lawrence want to move to London?
2: No. Why? He doesn't like falafels. Oh, that's, not,
0: that's not British, is it? Falafels like a Middle Eastern type thing. No, falafel. Falafel? Yeah. That's the same thing. Flapjack? That's not what a falafel is. Candy corn? What? What are you talking about? I thought this was Greek. Uh, That
2: more is Greek.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's like Mediterranean. I don't
2: know what the hell Biggie's talking about. When he got off the plane for the first time in London, he looked around and they said, huh, there's Big Ben. And he said, we got clocks in America too. Do we though?
1: (laughs) We don't have anything like that. Uh, So <laughs> Yeah, I'll talk about something else. <laughs> is there a team in London this week? Yes, there
2: is. What's the game? It was well, it London or Germany? Is it still London? This is they're doing in Germany
0: too.
1: Tottenham. I'll discuss the during or, picks. Okay, so which week? Who's this the teams? Week. Who's the teams? I don't know. I'll look. We'll figure it out at nine thirty <laughs> on the schedule. It's fine, we'll keep rolling. I
0: right, so it's the, the
2: Titans and Ravens
0: in in London.
1: I'm fighting Mike
2: Vrabels versus the ferocious, ferocious Velociraptor John Harbaugh. I hate the AFC South.
1: I hate all those teams. I hate the AFC North. That's fine. because I had to watch it growing up on local TV, <laughs> and it's been dog shit. You didn't my whole watch life. the Ravens though; it was the Browns back. But it was there. it was dog shit my whole life, and i I've, I've been scarred for that. I'm watching bad football over and over and over.
0: Speaking of bad football, did you see how many touchdown passes the Ravens dropped last week? I like, saw yeah. I think Bateman had to. Andrews According to my son one.
2: Isaac, it was thirteen.
0: He, it was he so felt bad. like
1: it was thirteen. So I think one thing we've realized from this London game, whatever you think's gonna happen, pick the opposite. Possibly. That's what happens. I mean, I biggie actually had good logic with like Jacksonville yeah, making absolutely. a home over there.
0: But I can't I can't I don't know what to deduce out of these two teams. I'm even. just going
1: to give you a preview. Given the fact that Baltimore's supposed to win, give me the Titans. I mean, that might be the way to go, but we'll do
0: that on the other show. But, uh, are you uh, Are you thinking they're ever going to put a team in in London long term? If they're If they're going overseas this much now, is that Is that going to happen in the next five to ten years?
2: Maybe in ten years, but you'd first have to have a franchise willing to do it. You do Jacksonville. Then Why you're going to have expansion. Well, Jacksonville shotgun, their owner, has already said that he'd love to move his team there. Um, The second part of it, you're going to fight the players' union. Who wants to be drafted? You're from Austin, Texas. You went to play in Texas. Now you're drafted in the NFL, and you're supposed to live over in London. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, does the the NBA do that with Toronto? I mean, it's a different country. So what happens when a player can't get a passport because he's got a felony?
0: What happens in the NBA when that happens? What happened in Major League Baseball when that happened? It's true. It's not
1: like it's own sport. The other sports maybe, right now. I'm maybe you don't have that... players that commit
0: felonies so they don't have to sit at home while you're over there. <laughs> the two sports you, you just
1: mentioned, the Major League Baseball
2: and the NBA, they don't have a team that's home is overseas. They play international games just like here they do, but you don't have an international team with a home base. Because yeah, Toronto's you're talking about team. the Blue
0: Jays and the Raptors. Fuck
2: Canada, get out of here! With
0: well, it's that still the same rules. How's it different? Same international different travel. The travel's different, but the same international the travel. Is different. The rules that's apply. The rules
1: still rules still apply.
0: So, you think they yeah. should have like an incentive where you get paid more if you have to play for a London team? Like, See, I think that'd be a Toronto
2: benefit. is further south than Minneapolis. So, even though it is Canada, How's when you look at that? the geographical part of it, it's another country. Yeah, I get it. Technically, it is, but it fits right in with your travel. Like it don't so matter your, though,
1: because at the end of the day, the travel restrictions don't apply. They apply the same to each country. It was just so down when like you come over, taxes for me. When you I, I come bet. over
2: here to play a game, you're not you're waiting to come over on Saturday and play on Sunday. You're gonna want to come over on Tuesday or Wednesday. You're gonna need a facility. It depends what on happens the, if you have to work players out during the week. You're supposed to fly them to London to work them out, like. I brought up the passport part of it as one, but just logistically, you have guys on a practice squad. If you're coming over or back and forth, how are you working guys out? You're going to have to have a U.S. home base as a as a backup. There's so, just no logistics. There's so, no way. So, I think it's doable. That, so I, I hear not without a U.S. home base so to do that. Who says stuff. they can't do that? I'm not saying they can't, but that, who's giving up their NFL facility? Well, no, I mean, you could have, you have your own. Just you're talking about, well, shotgun's got a lot of I mean, learn, like, we're
0: talking about the NFL, man. These guys print money. And and think about this, too. If you're the players, let me give you an incentive, I, I believe, if you're on the London team. You still get the NFL stuff that you can do marketing for and whatnot. But imagine being the face of the NFL team over in London. I agree. Like the amount of, um, you know, advertising Now, now you're the face of a whole right. continent. Now you're competing against soccer and things like that, but as far as like NFL money goes, you know that the the league makes more money. But yeah. over there, where you're just that one team, those individual players might be able to make some money.
1: I'd like to see if we expand by two teams that like London gets one or a team moves, and then we get two expansion teams here. Yeah, that type of thing. I mean,
0: do you feel like they need to do like a pod over there where you have like a couple German teams and a London team, so the travel's not so bad. Oh, so you would, you would add more than one. Yeah, I think that's why they started
2: playing games in Germany was it okay. last year or then, the year before. That would make yeah, sense. the
0: year before, and they've been selling out over there in two different cities. You play games in Mexico, too. I just think that. Well, yeah, but Mexico don't work geographically. I'm just thinking, like, can you come up with, like, a group of four, almost like a division over there? But then, like, what's the balance look like?
2: I don't know. I just
0: But like let's be honest as much as people don't want to hear it like the end game for the NFL is to be a global brand.
2: Like no I get it. I know what they want to do. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just don't think that you could have a team ba- based that far away in a different country because when I look at Toronto I get it for travel restrictions like you're saying they already deal with it. But logistically Toronto to New York's not that far. But if I'm going from London to New York, then I'm going back home, then I'm playing in it's, it's wherever no, the next week. You need something in the states it's, as a base.
0: I agree, but it's no different than Seattle going to Atlanta and back. It's a big difference. It is not.
2: It's not a 15 hour flight from it from Seattle to Atlanta. It's, it's, a, 15, it's a 15, 15 hour flight from Atlanta over. No, it's 12 not. hours.
0: What? I don't believe you. I'm looking at it's up. a good bit. London. To, oh, my man Mongo in the clutch here bringing us uh, some goodies. London to New York flight time. How long? Did, it's eight
2: hours. We said Atlanta. Well, whatever. I'm going to look up Seattle to Atlanta.
1: That's like three hours, four hours. No, it is not. Yeah, it is. No, it is not. Vegas is not even that. We got the we got the Denver from freaking Cincinnati in three hours. That's yeah.
0: that's shorter than there. That's
1: you got two more states before
0: you get to Vegas, and then Seattle's all the way up in the north. It's what five six hours. It's probably eight hours. We Seattle at Seattle screens?
2: to Atlanta's four hours. Yeah, everything. So changes.
0: it's less it's not than half the trip of that one because it's that Mike.
2: <laughs> I'm just telling you
0: now, since you just walked up and started chiming in.
1: Hey, Mongo's here for you listeners, by the way. So.
3: How's Good. it going, Mondo? Ah, oh, it's going it's going fantastic.
2: Yeah. The flight fantastic. so using Seattle as a as a as a gimmick here, I went Seattle to Atlanta, it has it as four hours and ten minutes. Atlanta to London, it had it as eight hours and fifteen minutes. So you're looking at <laughs> double the flight time. I'm saying that over the course of a season, that's gonna line up and hurt you. I my point is if
0: they're able to do a bunch of stuff on the east coast it's not nearly as bad but to your point if but you're then going But it
2: it. you know what I'm saying it does it
0: does so that's why I was saying you have to have pods all I'm saying is the flight isn't so bad that if you are playing buffalo either New York team the Patriots the but we the talk Steelers, about it not the being Eagles, that bad
2: But the NFL experts, when you listen to them, they'll talk about a team taking a West Coast flight to play a noon game on the East Coast being a big deal because it's an early start. I think that for the team based in London for home games, once they become situated, it could be, if you're a good team, a major home field advantage. I think there's more that goes into it than just going on a field and playing a different
0: Alright, right. so do they move the Jaguars or do they end up just holding off until they feel like they
2: can pull the string on like multiple teams? Well, the Jags just did a bunch of remodels
3: for their stadium, so I think they stay, don't they? Whose decision is it? Is it the teams or the NFLs? Well, the NFL has to
0: approve it, but all it depends. If it's an expansion team that's his own ball game, right? But if the Jaguars, we just went through this with the Raiders, right? Like the team has to apply for a transfer to a different city and then the league has
2: to approve it. And does everybody have to approve it or is it just like... But would you really want to have an expansion team over there that's probably not going to be that good? Is that your best ability to draw?
1: Could you imagine putting
0: an expansion team in London and they're like like as good as the David Carr Texans were? Yeah. (laughs) They'd be calling them the London Silly Nannies. Yeah, do they follow at that point? (laughs) They're probably gone. They could be the London Englands. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they could just like yeah. the Houston Texans. Yeah, there you go. Your favorite team, best franchise in all pro sports. Ooh. All right, well, let's take a break, checking on the game. We'll come back and talk uh, baseball because we got some playoffs. We got the ALCS set, NLCS. Bryce Harper's third slashing people, all kinds of craziness, and and we got to talk about it. So let's pay some bills. We'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Big Timber Brewery and Tap Room is located in the heart of Appalachia, Elkins, West Virginia. Their name pays homage to the surrounding forests and the industry that built the community. Big Timber makes beer we love and enjoy doing it, creating a product that we, our town, and our state can take pride in. What started as a dream became a reality in 2014 when their first keg went out the door. Their commitment to beer and community continues to grow stronger every day. Pick up a pack of Big Timber at your local store today.
2: Don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll keep bringing you new content wherever you get it. Special recognition to Mr. Brown's Labor of Love, a growing Facebook group, America's Pastime for the Love of Baseball. There, hundreds of former big league players, umpires, managers, announcers, and writers interact with our fans to talk all things baseball. Make sure you find our other Facebook groups as well and give them a like, a follow, and a subscribe to We Don't Know Sports on all platforms.
0: Mr. Brown, I do appreciate the hospitality here in the man cave as we're still watching our Mountaineers here in the background. It's ten seven. It's It's uh, exciting first quarter, slower second quarter, but we're not watching the NLDS right now. The the Braves and the Phillies are uh, going to be going at, what is this, game four? Yeah. It's 2-1 Philly.
1: And you're not
0: really upset about not watching it because you're kind of – An easy little anxiety
1: Uh, here. I've got anxiety. I'm a little uneasy. And I'm also right now at the point with the Braves playoffs against the Phillies. I feel like Randy Quaid in Major League Two. (laughs) So I need Strider to show me that Wild Thing is back. And then I might rip that uh, jacket up, like turn it back regular side, and I might be chopping again, brother. So, just uh, with the major league
0: reference, you did have Joe Boo trying to help you out. and It's, it's, right. like, it's 50-50 so far. It's, yeah, so
1: we got Joe Boo down here in the man cave. Um, I gave him this drink and a cigar yesterday, and um, it worked the previous game. This past game, not so much. But uh, Bryce Harper, he did have his bat woke up. He, he did. <laughs> his bat was very loud.
0: Uh, Bryce Harper's a whole vibe, man. And I know this is hard being a Braves fan, but – Bryce Harper, postseason, doing what he's doing. This is one of the best things you could possibly ask for for baseball.
1: Now, Bryce, Bryce Harper's the man, um, obviously. Like, like I posted on Facebook today, and people wanted to, like, deny it, and they're liars. I was like, anybody would want this man on your team. I did the, right? I did the video of the uh, first
0: home run without the commentary, and it was amazing. Like, the first comment that popped up on social media was, if there was anybody to tear their Achilles, it needs to be him next. And I was just like, Jesus, man! It's just, like, what's wrong with Bryce Harper?
1: You can say you hate him all you want, but the second your team trades for him, besides him, you're going to love him. Um, so I don't want to hear that crap. Um, I feel like the Orlando Garcia comments that were made in the clubhouse after he got doubled off the end game said, two, said
0: it wasn't intended to be heard by other people.
1: But like, just all, he didn't say nothing against Bryce Harper. All he said was at a boy harp and laughed about it. But like, yeah. that's nothing incriminating.
0: But, hey, man, if that's what people do to try to psych themselves up, I get it. You, try, like, you try to take whatever you that's can. That's
1: all the dude said. There's nothing worse than you'd hear in a pickup game. That's yeah. way less than a pickup game. But all, and then all of a sudden now, every time he's running second base, he's staring him down. Staring a hole through his chest. And I'm like, like that's not – I mean, it's bulletin board material, but it's like, you know what I mean? So the Braves are going to beat him tonight? I think they should walk him all four times. And it needs to be 0 for 0 in the box score. No, no high inside. Well, no, at the end of the <laughs> game with the, the <laughs> reliever. When the game's out of sight, now you hit him in the back. Okay.
2: We're about to find out what they want to do with him because your Braves went 1, 2, 3 in the top of the first. got to love Bryce Harper. I don't mm. care who you are. If you're a baseball fan... Blows his elbow out, just ehs hurts it again. Oh, I'll play first base. I was a catcher in high school. Anything I can do to get on the field and help my team, I will do it. He brings that
1: energy. You you watch him at first base and he don't seem like he's he seems like he's been playing there for 20 years. Natural yeah, he's thing. smooth. He's a ball player. Yeah. Right. I'm just telling you, you throw him anywhere. A
2: lot of times when you get the guy who's the best guy on the team and the highest paid, he isn't also the most enthusiastic. And Harper if he isn't the number one guy for the Phillies, he's tied for first
1: or whatever. I like He's always yelling, freaking out, pumping fists. Uh, he's definitely the uh, face of the franchise for the next decade. What a bargain.
0: Like, all these big contracts that have been happening. And you're right, he is the face of the franchise. Uh, he, he's
1: right there, similar with the Machado contract. Yeah, but uh, for what he's giving you now, like I'm like, I like give me Bryce it. Harper all day. Yeah, I don't think like nobody's regretting that contract. No. You know, I don't think
0: they're regretting the Machado one either at this point, but I'm just saying, like, he's he's fit in there. Philly's his town now. Like yeah. he like it's the nationals are an afterthought as Absolutely. far as like his time there. Yeah. He's firmly entrenched there. The and, other
2: thing about Bryce Harper that every fan of every team wants your stud player to do, he performs in postseason.
1: Oh, God, yeah. he's a baller. There's no moment that's too big for him. No, if anything, it's the opposite. Like, the
0: bigger the moment, you know, he, he's got, like, the Jeter effect going on. Like, as the stakes get higher, all of a sudden, you see this familiar name making plays and doing things.
2: Well, Austin Riley did the Jeter play in game one, where he backed it no, up game and doubled two. him off game two. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
1: That was pretty sweet. That was his Jeter moment. It just wasn't as big of a stage. Yeah. So, are you are you still confident the Braves walk away with this? Uh, I think the Braves win tonight um, with Strider going. And that means we'd have Game Five Saturday, and then yeah, Saturday in Philly or Saturday in Atlanta with Max Fried on Mount. I know he was off because he hadn't pitched in seventeen days on Game uh, Two. No, Game Three. How bad do you hate the buy? I hate it a lot. So, if, if it were my Max Fried pitched,
2: I thought he pitched Game
1: One. Yeah, he pitched Game Two. It Was Game Two? Oh, okay. It was Game Two? Sorry. Trying to pitch a game on it. it was yeah, straight, yeah. free. Yeah. Um, if I had it my way, there'd be need to be two things that happen. All right. So if we're gonna leave it the way it is now, the only only issue I have right now, if we're gonna leave it the way it is now, there needs to be playoff reseeding after each round.
0: You said that you asked uh, a bunch of people, social media shout out, America's past time for the love of baseball. I bunch, even put it on my personal page. A bunch feed. of pros and whatnot are interacting with you. What was kind of the consensus? Some of the players and former players were saying. Well, see, I and
1: mean, a lot of pitchers chimed in that they, Matt Latos was like, "They, they, they're fine. This week off is a bonus for them." Uh, you play, he said. You play 162 games and see if you don't want a week off. Well, they play 162 well, games in 180 and 180. games. No, days. I get it, but like wanting a week off and wanting to win the World Series are two different things. I, and a week off
2: versus a day
1: off is yeah. Is a well,
2: big here's where me and you differ on this. I agree that baseball is completely a game of rhythm and that uh, they saw it, They call it reseeding, but when in the NFL goes to wild card weekend, we don't know who's going where the next weekend until it's over. The okay. lowest seed yeah, it I goes agree. to. So the Braves shouldn't be playing the Phillies. They should be playing the D-backs.
1: Well, not that that but, was an easy out because they just no, swept the Dodgers. But 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 I, I'd I rather agree. have the D-backs over the Phillies. You, were the best, you
2: had the best record. You're the one seed you played the lowest. But the other part of it where I differ from you, as I look at the Astros, they had the week off last year. Storm through, won the World Series. Week off this year, they're right back in the LCS. So I don't think it's just uh, necessarily cut and dry with the week off. Yeah, but I mean, but I do.
1: I, I see your point. No, I just well, think, listen, the, the the teams with the top five records this year in the playoffs are one and twelve. Well, yeah, but are what, you surprised that the Orioles lost to the Rangers? No, but like the, the fact that they're one and twelve.
2: That we're talking
1: something. about the Braves, the Dodgers, the Orioles. The Brewers. And who am I missing? The
0: The Rays. The Rays are out.
1: One team has got to win in the playoffs, and that is the 104-win Braves team. But I'm not (laughs) surprised by the Rays. The rest I'm surprised by.
2: There's five losses in there that don't surprise me for a second. The Rangers took two from the Rays, three from the Orioles, and they're better in both those teams. I don't care what their regular season records were.
0: But with, with baseball postseason, a lot of times it just comes down to those pitching matchups and if those pitchers are hot. And to your point, I get it. And as a Braves fan, I totally get it. Because this is the second year in a row that this is just kind of stabbing you in the back. Well, and, the, like, and the
1: Braves, for whatever reason, have never beaten Philly in a playoff series. They beat them. At, they, they outscored them. They they won the season series 8-5. to five, And they were <laughs> well better than the Phillies in the, in the regular season. They lost to them last year which everybody thought was an anomaly. Well, this year they're losing down 2-1. to So, to me, whatever reason, Philly's got their number. All I know. But I'm telling you, the better teams are the teams that withhold the 162-game season. Now, a team can beat somebody in a five-game series. That don't mean they're better. That means the matchups are better. Should they they do a
0: seven-game series instead
1: of five-game here? I'd be fine with that because now, now you can't hide it.
2: I'd be fine with seven, two. I think a really good team like Philadelphia or another team that's really hot could still win a seven-game series. I think what would change is that the Dodgers, who just they don't scare anybody. I get it, they want 104 for four straight years, but we talked about it. Their starting pitching isn't scary. You run Kershaw out there. Um, yeah, they probably would end up winning in a seven-game series. I get it they got swept, but I think that it would take out some of the top end. Losing, but not all
1: of it. Because sometimes you just run into a hot team. I guess my point is, and I agree with you, I feel like the regular season champ over 162 games should mean something.
2: Yeah, and that's where they need to... Regardless, not saying the, the Diamondbacks are an easy out, but you shouldn't be playing to feel. You should play in the Diamondbacks because they're the lowest seeded team remaining. Right. It's not that hard to do. I'm good with the re
0: reseeding thing. That stuff's fine. But I know this much: if Atlanta finds themselves with a buy next year, they'll tank at the end of the season to avoid it. They'll be like, well, I'll be damned if I get a buy." We know how this
1: story ends. Go in as a wild card. <laughs> the other it's, thing, it's not even. So I don't mean to cut you off real quick, but the thing is, is that it's not even just the buy, Chad. It's the fact that the Braves have been coasting for three weeks out of September. They haven't been fighting for anything. Whereas you have the Phillies who have been fighting for their bye in the postseason. You have the Diamondbacks are fighting just to get in. These teams are still short because they have to do everything they got to do to get in until the last day. Now the Braves have been nailing it in for three weeks. And you're almost penalized because you're that much better than you, the field.
0: You gotta learn how to manage that because the same thing yeah. happens in the NFL, right? So like How, we see how all do the you time. tell
1: a team to take the fucking breaks, pump the brakes? Well, you can't. You gotta stay performing at a high level. So may, maybe we, maybe like, the manager many, throws in more uh takes the regulars out more. How many
0: times but, do you see it in the NFL where a team like sits all their players in the final week of the season, then they lay an egg in the playoffs because they, they took their foot off the gas? Like sports. Is wildly based on your routines you show and your habits. You up play the game
2: when it's there. This Braves last couple of years remind me of the Colts when uh, Tony Dungy was there because they went through years where they would either be the one or the two seed. They'd win 12 or 13 games every year and they'd always lose their first playoff game. Yeah. And it's, and it sucks. And it doesn't mean they're the worst team, but if you can't make the, it, well, they it would get when beat by counts. a team that wasn't as good as them. Right. But was Better than them. Like nobody's
0: betting for the Colts to lose that game, but somehow it happens. The same thing, like on paper, like the Braves should clearly win this series walking away. And yet here we are fighting
3: in an elimination game. Momentum is a real thing. And when you, when you take that much time off, I think that kills the momentum.
2: Hmm. Then the other thing that hurt the Braves, like you said, you were saying when we were down here, you were worried because they were so far ahead. Two
1: weeks left in the season, they had nothing left to kind of. Go for. It. They were just chasing like individual accolades. So it was like here. does Matt Olson break the Braves RBI record? Does, does Acuna. Ronald Acuna go forty seventy? Right. Does Spencer Strider win twenty games? What if they didn't have does those things? Does Spencer to go Strider out break John Smoltz franchise K record? I mean, that's all they chased in the month of September.
2: But at the same time, and I, I get it. You always want the team who did best in regular season to have the easiest path. That's why you work that hard. It's kind of cool, like. The 20, what was it, 2011 Cardinals win like 88 games, won the World Series. 2012 Giants. 2014 Royals lost the World Series, but they were the wild card. Who was the last... The 2019 Nationals, weren't they a wild card team? the Astros. So, I I like it from both angles, because it's not always... The best team, it's just the hot team. But the best team should have the easiest
3: path.
1: That's, just, that's all I'm asking for is the easiest path. And then sometimes you're still getting upset because yeah. you run into that team and just firing on all cylinders. And I'm fine with that. But I feel like the 162-game grind should absolutely mean something to the point to where that team has the best path to the World Series. Yep. and You literally have to go upset them. Yeah, I
0: agree. That's right. it. So f- let's flip it over to the AL for a second. Yeah. So we were going to have our, our uh, MLB insider Mike Gallo, former pitcher for the Astros, and he's too busy teaching the youth of America. So Mike, if you're listening, we miss you tonight, brother. But we're going to try to get back in a couple weeks. You got a, a pretty big guest lineup for next week, uh, Chris Hammond. Chris Hammond Full coming on the star. show. Yeah. yeah so we, we, big baseball stuff going on. So we really want to talk to Gallo because the Astros are just the model of consistency. They're back in the
2: ALCS. Right. For Seventh straight year, it's the longest streak in the history of the American League. Now you think about that, seventh straight ALCS being the longest streak. How many World Series do the Yankees have? How many times the Yankees, it seems like we're in the Nobody World Series. Nobody cares about the every Yankees. Every year is in the 50s and 60s.
1: This matters. This streak matters. Biggie, our sons are almost 15 and I've never seen a World Series championship. I don't care about what, what about the, the Yankees, Yankees are doing
2: now. Huh. We're talking about <laughs> the Astros yeah. and how impressive seventh straight being the record is. When you look back at the history of the American League. I would have
1: thought the Yankees had more than seven. You're right. but and I'm not talking about the last 15 years. I'm talking about the last seven years before that. <laughs> I get right. that. I would think the Yankees would have won seven in a row at some point.
2: Or at least appeared in seven. They went to the World Series five out of seven years.
0: Like, so,
1: What I want to say about the Astros... The people that still talk the bullshit about the trash can, you gotta let it go. You can man. go fuck yourself. It's it's it's
0: time gone by. Because they were, you would still hate the team, no, but no, don't hate
1: this team. They're a damn good team. Yeah. Okay, and and like the fact that we talked about it when it happened, them bringing in Dusty Baker was the calming influence they needed. Yeah, what a fucking and home
0: run hire. It that was one.
1: not like I mean. You couldn't. It couldn't have fell in your laps any better. This is as good as Matt Olson falling in your lap after Freddie Freeman. I now you got Dusty Baker, and the man is he, he is so calm. He he collects the clubhouse, and I've said this earlier today. When is the last time we've had an ALCS or NLCS with two managers that's already above two thousand career wins against? Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy in his first year of the Rangers. Back I don't know Texas.
2: if we've had one before that they had it at the time. The only thing we could come up with was uh, like Cardinals, Braves with Larusa Russa. And, and then it probably Cox. happened with
1: Cox and Tory, maybe in an the World Series.
2: But maybe they didn't already
1: have the team. Right. They got know.
2: there, but at the time,
0: maybe not. So this yeah.
1: is unprecedented Very times. significant. Yeah. So I've been high on Bucci from day one. Bucci. 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 He's bougie. Yeah, I've been howling him from day one. So, I thought they would make the playoffs. Now, did I think they would be in the World Series, which I think they're going to beat the Astros. All right. So,
0: I mean, that's where I wanted to get at. So, this one hasn't started. I think game one is – is it tomorrow? Yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, they, so they get that much time off. So, they're both going to be coming so, so in. They can set up the rotation. Rested
2: and, and all that. I think the I, Astros have three off. The Rangers have four off. You know, when I look at this series, and this may be where you're going – The Rangers this year had more blown saves than saves. And that's the reason they went from being first in the division to having to fight for a wild card spot back into their bullpens look good. I like Mr. Brown saying there, unless that bullpen gives out again, they beat the Astros. You're, you're, it's hard to predict this one for
0: me just because the Astros, man, they just keep showing up. They keep making these appearances. They've been here before. I know know, Bochi has, Bochi's been here before, but
1: the Rangers have not. So, like, do they do, do they so, get no. blinded by the bright I, lights at all? They don't because look at their look at their pedigree. So you, they've gotten to the ALCS, right? And Scherzer now will be activated for the series. I'm not saying he'll go more than three innings, but he's there. You got John Gray who hasn't been pitching; he's now back. The Rangers legitimately have seven to eight starters that they can plug in on any given day. And at this time of year, if you have that kind of depth. I like your chances.
3: The Astros, there's probably not a team that's been looked at more since the scandal than the Astros, and they're still there. Yeah, there, there's not a team more scrutinized, more looked at than them uh, in a negative in a negative it's light. Because they're good. still there. Yeah, they don't shy away. However, so- the Rangers kicked their ass in the last series they played in the regular season. Just spanked them. The games weren't even close. They were blowouts. I don't know how it's going to be any different. You're going to the Rangers as well. I'm going to the Rangers. I'm taking Rangers yeah. in seven. When is the
2: last time a team went to a World Series three straight seasons? Has that not happened since the Yankees Probably in the not. late '90s? Probably not. So the Astros win this series. They lost to the Braves. Then One. they beat the Phillies or beat. Uh... Oh goodness gracious! Lost it, won it. This would be their they yeah. They beat the, beat the Phillies. This would be their third straight World Series. It just oh, we don't want. They're going back. If they win, what I'm getting at is this century we haven't had a team that's been this good for this long. No, they're they're the form
1: of the dynasty for sure. I I, I got I got Houston man.
2: I just can't go
0: against them. I think it's going to be a good series, but uh, you're probably right about seven. I, I mean, it's just I think it's 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 razor thin margins here on either side. But I'm just going with the perennial favorite that's always in this situation. They just keep finding a damn way. And I think Bochi's a better manager than Dusty is, but I don't think it's going to matter.
1: That's just, I,
0: but I, on my confidence level of a one to 10, it's like a two.
1: Like I'm not putting money on it. But that. how fun is it to see two Hall of Fame managers going head to head with that chess match? This is going to be a fun series. It is. It is. I, I mean, it's,
0: I think, I think the NL is going to win, win the chip, though. Am I,
1: am I wrong thinking that? I agree. Uh, well, I would have agreed, but I don't know if the the Phillies and the D-backs, if it's them two, I, I like I like the ALCS, Yeah, honestly, I think unless the Braves are there, I think that the uh, AL will win. I'm just being honest.
0: Okay, I was thinking whoever comes out of the Braves, and I, uh, I don't
1: like the Phillies uh, advancing. Because, for whatever reason, the Phillies have that sense of urgency against Atlanta. It's not the same against everybody else. So, you think
0: they kind of get the letdown afterwards? No, I think like yeah, they got if, out if they the beat way. Atlanta,
1: that's their peak. Okay. They're premature ejaculators. <laughs>
0: they might be. They, that could be the case. That's the Phillies. Dirt slash and all. Yeah.
3: I can relate so, with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, i tell you what, we got to get to our NFL picks here in a minute, uh, on the other show, but I, I manga, we'll give you time. You always have some interesting little tidbits and stuff to bring to us, but I wanted to ask, uh, you know, we, we don't talk wrestling every week, but we talk pop culture, things like that. I got a little bit of news I saw today and I just kind of chuckled when I saw it and you have the, the, the Endeavor, uh, now the company, WWE, UFC, all that stuff merged, uh, did you see who they put back in charge of creative for WWE?
1: Vince, right? Well, that's who it was. Oh, now it's Trips Triple H. H they again. put
0: Triple H back in, and they're blaming Vince for some of the uh, lack of uh, faith and confidence and performance in the product. Uh, and since it's not his baby to own anymore, he's got to take the criticism. And they put Trips back in charge of all creators.
1: Well, it's funny because when they had the merger, like Tripp, uh, he lost all this power yeah. and Vince gained power. He was almost out the of And They've
0: already switched gears. Yeah. They're like, well, this isn't working. Let's go back in. And then that was the they're talking about like morale, employee morale is like through the roof now. Cause they're like, Oh, they're not changing things. Like right when we walk up the curtain and whatnot. Right. So right. 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 I, I I like to see that. So that's, uh, that's good stuff, but they've been, uh, Bringing back all the legends so, here lately. Is,
1: there, is the rumors about him and Steph true, or is that
0: just rumors? It's just rumors as far as I know, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine if that was really going on that they would be like, let's put him back in charge. Who knows what's going but on? The staff don't
2: work here anymore.
1: No Will Smith and Jada Pink, uh, what's her name? Uh, they've been separated for seven years. So we don't know what the hell is going on behind closed doors. <laughs> Hunter keeps rally? his left yeah.
2: hand in his pocket when they're out in public, so you can't tell he's not wearing a ring. Pocket full a, of
1: gold.
0: Somebody's gone down the rabbit hole. Yes, go. we got to investigate. So, uh, how about some? How about some interesting, uh, notable moments of the week, or whatever we have? Mongo, you want to? You
3: want to take us home here? Sure. You know, Mongo's mentionable moments. I like the enthusiasm. Okay, so. Biggie likes to bring up an alligator from time to time. Even he sees it on a water bottle when it's not even there. You, <laughs> there's listeners, regular listeners of the show last week, uh, Biggie was reading a water bottle he and saw, gators. saw alligator when it wasn't there. Um, did you guys see where somebody tried to bring an emotional support animal to a Phillies game? I heard about this. They, it, It's an alligator. It was an alligator. Yeah. Uh, And it's a great mystery with my opening, what that animal was. (laughs) Even if I didn't know, I could have pulled that off. Yes. yes. (laughs) But uh, Biggie likes to bring up alligators. Yeah, somebody, they went through the trouble. They took it all the way there. What is happening? Damn (laughs) side-by-sides out here. So they took the gator all the way. Yes, and they did not get in. They were denied entrance for their emotional support animal. animal. (laughs) Did they have the papers? I don't know. That's a good question.
0: <laughs> Do you have to have papers for that, or can you just be like, this is my emotional support? I'd
1: say you need Who, papers Who's going to challenge you, though? Uh, the alligator. <laughs> I think
3: <laughs> one of the greatest scandals in college football history is probably all the stuff that happened with Joe Paul and Penn State. But Michigan Sandusky. State. Sandusky. Sandusky's, you know, his tight ends. <laughs> um, I hope. Michigan State has given us true gems like Larry Nasser, Mel Tucker, and now a Michigan State professor with a fake name and also a fugitive was put on leave and somehow not fired. He was just put on leave when it was discovered, not for those reasons, but that he was busted for running a meth lab. (laughs) <laughs> it's like Breaking Bad it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Tell in. me he's a chemistry
0: professor I
3: hope so, I, I really I, hope we, so
0: He's gotta be He can erase are goddamn right
3: <laughs> Speaking of teachers A teacher has resigned after the s- discovery of OnlyFans I saw this story um, She's turned her full focus to porn The teacher is quoted as saying I'm that teacher <laughs>
0: Wait. Band the the
3: article I
0: read it said that
3: she was focusing on her art.
0: Uh, same thing. <laughs> Is that what they call yeah, it now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I teachers don't make a
3: lot. I get it. Surprisingly, this teacher was from Missouri and does not work for Michigan State.
0: <laughs> That's you <laughs> up there. She didn't qualify for that.
3: A single Powerball ticket for roughly 1.8 billion. Biggie won. It was it was one. No, point, I'm saying one point eight. was seven that, right? six five. Round up. Yeah, three oh nine was purchased in California this week. With that amount of money, first of all, like what would you all do if you won one point eight billion dollars? What would you do? This isn't like a Lawrence. What would you do with oh. a million dollars? Oh,
1: hookers and blow, man.
3: Uh,
1: I'd uh, buy a pony. <laughs> a unicorn. Biggie, come on! I would something. become the most corrupt
2: politician in the history of the world. <laughs> I it. would first run for the state of West Virginia's governorship. I'd be we could buy that say, election with hands. That money. I yep. could buy that election easily. I'd transition into a senator. I'd eventually become president. We would have everyone listening to our podcast because I'd be the leader of the free world. You
3: so go. you We'd... mentioned that that you would you would just devote it to the podcast full time.
0: Oh yeah, and. and Corrupt governing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there is that. That's just uh, normal. Guys this stuff. is like the third time someone in California's won a billion dollars. Yeah. This is, this is bullshit.
2: Yeah. We would have the best studio. Our eight to five job would be to sit here and come up with content. That'd, that'd be great.
3: It is always California. With, with that money, the, the California resident who won expects to have their bills paid for up to a full month. And it's California. Boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the inflation's a little different out there. A British Airways pilot and married father of one was fired after an all-night bender featuring an orgy, large amounts of alcohol, and snorting cocaine off the breasts of topless women. He was becaught because he was texting co-workers saying he had been a very naughty boy. He's texting the people that he... he's a pilot. And he's texting the people that he'd been up all night. Doing drugs, drinking alcohol, anyone was going to get on their plane and fly it.
0: So he's like telling his co-pilot, and the, the stewardess, or whatever, the flight attendant. Right. right. Insensitive
3: today. word to say stewardess. After exactly. stating he'd been up all night shagging, quote, Shag- shagging for ages. Yeah, baby. He attempted to board the plane to fly when one of the people he had been texting turned him in.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's probably... A little worried about his life being in his hands. He's no
3: Sully. No, no, no. (laughs) Allegedly, the man has been offered a nice job at Michigan State. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he meets the criteria either, but he's he's knocking on the door. A 104-year-old woman has become the oldest woman to skydive out of an airplane. Did you guys hear about this? I did. Did she survive? She survived for, uh, like, for a, a minute. For like a week. <laughs> did she really die? She yet? died. What? Yeah, right <laughs> after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, that's, all she
0: wanted in life yeah. was just to skydive. and she was re-
3: ready to
1: let go. She, this is the end.
3: <laughs> she was strapped to another person. So, like, uh, when they hit the ground, it was him taking the brunt the the of it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In related news, Tentamaran. allegedly, an airplane jumped out of Dan Campbell this week. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Mongo's Moments. You have to get the Dan Campbell
0: connection in there.
3: <laughs> all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do us all for this episode
0: of the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your episodes of podcasts. We will be available with our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week on the other episode this week, so make sure you check that out as well. And we'll be back same time next week. Make sure you check us out as we bring on Mr. Chris Hammond, former MLB All-Star, next week with our uh, baseball conversations as we get closer and closer to that. Series. right. We'll see you next time. Have a great weekend. Until then, bye-bye.